Hello and welcome to another edition of the Solid Rock Minnesota podcast. It's a place to swing by for a brief moment for some stories and news and things to ponder. It's a place to take a small pause from your busy life. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or a mug of tea or a pop as we like to call it here in the North Country and kick back for a moment. Take a breather. Well, we made it through Iowa in a sleeting, slippery mess on the roads. Thinking we were finally on clear, dry roads in Kansas, we were able to pick up the speeds to 55 and 60, only to be knocked around by 20 to 30 mile an hour winds blowing us sideways on the road. All the way through Kansas, Oklahoma, and Texas, we were blown around like a red white bobber on a Minnesota lake fishing. For the driver, it was exhausting gripping that wheel and fighting the winds. And for this passenger, it was holding my breath at times and closing my eyes. It was really scary. Many people oftentimes describe Kansas as a boring state to go through. And I partially have to agree, it did seem like we were in Kansas forever. It's a lot of windmills sprawled out all over the prairie and many grain elevators in each small town we passed through. But driving endless miles through the state, I began to see so much more. There were so many vacated small houses or shacks dotted all over the countryside. Most looked like they were built in the 30s or the 40s and 50s. And at some point, whoever lived there just walked away and left their homestead as it was back then. As I watched the empty homesteads pass by us one after another, I began to wonder what the story was behind each place that we passed. I began to imagine a young family coming out west to start a ranch or farming, only to be defeated by the blowing winds eroding their soil, or illness happening, or some other tragedy in life. Or as my best half reasoned, maybe the couple farmed it for many years, grew old, and the kids promised to keep the farm going and walked away, leaving it to weather away. Together we drove down the roads and talked about some of the houses we saw, imagining the stories behind them. After a blowout on one of the new trailer tires, uh, we wound up stranded in Kansas, waiting to get help getting the spare tire on. Our jack couldn't get the trailer up high enough to put the spare tire on. So AAA was called as it was getting dark and late and cold, and we didn't have anywhere planned to stay the night. We had planned on getting a bit farther south before stopping, but once we got the tire on and started down the road it was late and dark so we spent the first night at a rest area having no electricity hookup we had no heat the temperature had gotten down to 19 overnight luckily i had packed the winter sleeping bags that were good down to zero degrees we both jumped into our sleeping bags covered our heads up with just the tips of our noses open for air Zoe, our yellow lab, she managed to make a den, kind of, with the blankets that draped over the edge of the bed. Max, though, our labradoodle, he didn't have quite the fortune of the heat Zoe had discovered. By morning, when I woke up, I started to snuggle up to my best half because I was cold, and I realized it was Max, the labradoodle. He broke all rules and had jumped up between us and burrowed in to get warm. The next morning, we hopped into Big Eddie, and down the road we went to get to a warmer spot. By afternoon, we hit temps in the 50s, a 75-degree difference than when we had left home. It actually was beginning to feel hot. We got the stares by the local people when we were in our shirt sleeves and me in my flip-flops and 
the locals in their winter gear. Many asked if we were from Minnesota after talking with us. Not sure if it was the Minnesota accent or the fact we weren't all decked out in winter attire that gave us away. Our last night before getting to El Paso, we stayed in Roswell, New Mexico. We woke up the next morning having not been abducted by aliens. So we decided to go into the town of Roswell and go into the UFO Museum. This was a great place to learn the history of the alien visit to Roswell and other alien encounters around the world. Whether you believe it or not, it was really interesting to see. The other really great thing about the museum was it was very dog-friendly. So we got to take Max and Zoe right with us, and they walked through, and, well, they had their own opinions of aliens after seeing the lifelike figures. After Roswell, we followed the GPS. As we were leaving Roswell, we were going to stop for gas, but thought we would stop on the outskirts of Roswell before heading to, for the mountain pass and down into El Paso. So we turned onto Sagebrush Road, and that was the last person, building, or animal we saw for the next 34 miles. Pretty soon the gas gauge on Big Eddie was warning us we had 50 miles left in the tank. There was absolutely nothing in sight, and the nearest town was 30 miles away. Didn't know if they had a gas station either. Talk about waiting to the last possible gallon. We came into a little resort town of Mayhill, New Mexico, and found the one and only gas station with the price to match it not having any competition. After filling the tank at almost $100, we were back on the road, a little wiser at the distance between towns. Up and over the mountains we went and into White Sands National Park to take a peek at that and what that was all about. It's an area covered with white sand for miles and miles. I don't know why either. Everywhere else was desert. As we drove through, I had a sense of being back in snow-covered Minnesota. They plow the blowing white sand, and it looks just like after a Minnesota blizzard. Only it was 65 degrees. But it got me feeling like we were heading the wrong way. So we did a quick drive-through just to say we went there and headed down to El Paso to meet up with the son and family. What fun it's been hanging around with the six grandkids and their parents. We're staying at a place called Mission RV Park. And it's on the, I think, east side of El Paso. I don't know for sure. But anyway, I want to give them a big shout out because they have been so accommodating to my son since they've been here since September. But also to us. They saved a spot for us um, in a completely filled campground. And they saved a spot for us right behind my son's camper. So we have a big area that we can um, have picnic tables and we've been sitting out in the evenings and just having a really good time and being together. And so Mission RV Park, you are the greatest. And if anybody's ever passing through El Paso and needs a place to stay, go there. Trust me, you won't be sorry. And it's been fun with the grandkids because they see the camper door open on the cow and they just jog on over and they'll have breakfast with us or just sit and visit. Oh, how I've missed them since they left last September. But the next week or so, I'll be living my best days ever. Here in the warm sunshine and the beautiful blue skies of El Paso with some of my family. Until we're back on the road again, take care. You've been listening to the podcast, The Solid Rock, Minnesota. We're honored and happy you've taken the time from your busy day to give us a listen. If you've enjoyed spending just a few minutes with us, please tell your family and friends to stop by and check us out. 
Feel free to leave a comment here and subscribe to the Solid Rock Minnesota podcast. You can also stop by and pick up a free bumper sticker. Just visit our website at www.solidrockminnesota.com. Until next time, may you be surrounded with life, laughter, family, and friends, people who truly know you. Many blessings.